Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. I'm foggy, misty. It kind of looks like twilight out there. Ooh, <laughs> well, it does. Twilight. A little bit, a little bit. A little bit does look like twilight, yeah. Did you get a good view? I know uh, with the last hour, uh, Loretta and I chatted about the uh, super blood wolf moon. I, I didn't wolf blood see moon. it. I was in a restaurant eating dinner, oh, so I you, did not you see it. Like, oh, that was smart because I'm sure everyone else ran outside probably <laughs> at the same time to go I check it out. I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I went to the movies and then out to dinner, so no, I didn't see it. But I have seen tons of pictures of it online. So I, people took I heard, care of it I heard for it you. Stunning. Right. Well, that's just my absolutely point. stunning. That's my yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you, you know, I, I keep forgetting to bring this up because I think it was quite cute and mm. adorable. But, you know, over the new year, I was in Oklahoma visiting my baby and her lovely husband, Seth. And um, we went to the gym at the University um, Oklahoma State. They have a dress code. And I at the act- gym at the gym, and I actually wasn't dressed appropriately. Yeah. What was the dress code? So the dress code, at least the part where I flunked, is um, and <laughs> there's I- no way you look usually pretty kept up. You know, yeah, like I'm here. not like a, I, you know, I didn't have a midriff top on. No, that's also against the rules. You can't well, I wear guess that's out for a crop me. top, even for the men. The men right. they have a dress code for <laughs> men and girls at the university. What? Uh huh. Wait, it's university though, right? University. Okay, so now I'm all right. What? No. I still like these are like these are adults pretty much. Why are we well... having? Uh, so mine was there's like a triangle in the back of my workout top, right? And so it showed a partial piece of the strap of my sports bra <gasps> so that was illegal illegal i like that. right so i and but i was too shamed, hot shamed i know i was too up. hot to wear the outer i like how you thing say that, that I, I was too hot <laughs> but you know what i mean i was too warm <laughs> oh and oh, so i had to like tie it around me like a cape and tuck it in <laughs> Because I was illegal. And they had people who are walking around watching it. And I'm sure they weren't just doing that. They what? were there to help people. But they literally have a dress code at Oklahoma State University. Like clothing patrol. Clothing patrol. Wow. Yeah. I was like, st- so we took pictures Good. of the dress code. I'm and sure everybody else was doing So that we're too. sending it to the kids. You know, and they're like, what? Mom, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> that's really funny. Wow. Yeah. So Oklahoma, get your act together huh. for goodness well, sakes. Well, I mean, what? I- Okay, hang on. Yeah, I want to hear There are it. some that kind of, I have my own opinions when I'm there. I'm there to work out. I'm not there to show off anything, but just me doing my thing. Yeah. But there are people that go there for that specific reason. So, oh, yeah, don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, isn't isn't uh, this Lisa's a free like, world? I mean. Like, no, the things that I watch <laughs> while I'm working out, it's like, okay, I want to like, Get on a machine. I can't because they're too busy doing selfies the whole time. <laughs> okay. Well, so, they did, I don't think they had a rule about that. So. Well, but no, that includes with the uh, making sure you have to look really, really well, good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, all I'm saying is that I thought it was weird. I just well, thought it was yeah, very. I've never seen it before, ever. I almost. I'm just curious ha- about the South. What's it like in Mississippi or Alabama or? You know, maybe some of our callers can clue us in if they have kids at the university or they are a student. Do you have a dress code at Miss? Well, (laughs) if you look at it from the other side, like some bars and restaurants or lounges, they have a dress code. They want a specific clientele that goes in there. I mean, but and that's their place. Hang on. And then so for like a university setting, which is like underage. 
Not really. I mean, what? Well, 17. 17. That's underage. Yeah, it's still pretty. Okay, it's an adult. Marie, you just talked. You just spoke. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's an adult. Am I on the right, Lisa? This yeah, is, no, you're I, wrong. I guess I'm not going <laughs> to win on this one. We've right? decided you're wrong. She's yeah, just you're laughing. very wrong. Everyone's laughing at me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, good. Anyway, it was quite funny <laughs> and entertaining for the hour or no so traction. that we were working out. No traction, Benny. No you lost. Whatsoever. I just. <laughs> stop disappointing me on some of these key topics. You know, just stop it. Stop it. Okay, uh, let's go to the phone lines and see who we have. I haven't even done my job yet there. I've been trying to defend myself over here on the other part. Yeah, don't even try. All yeah. right, all right. Well, okay. if you are just tuning in, and this banter is for the Marie Manutrey <laughs> Show, 888. It's part of me, 877-825-8828 is the number. 877-825-8828. We'll start things off with Mari calling in from Seattle. Hi, Mari. Oh my goodness, am I the first? You are the first. <laughs> right the Good oh, job. Thank you Good so job. Much for You're welcome. My call. Of course. I am a first time caller. Oh, congratulations. And I'm a newbie in this uh, spirit, spirituality world. Lovely. I've been meditating, uh, just a mainstream, you know, mindfulness meditation for a while. Lovely. And then, um, so my question for you is I'd like to get a energy reading right. and also i'd like to uh, ask you about spiritual discernment okay yeah and what does um, that mean for you is it kind of yes. like midriffs versus an o- open back um exercise oh. tops <laughs> See? <laughs> probably not bad okay all right so um, so i i know what you mean but i want to hear your definition mm-hmm. of discernment because sometimes yeah. when people start studying spirituality and everybody has their own beliefs and a lot of times our beliefs are also based on our childhood experiences, right? So, yes. so that could even be religious in nature, yeah, right? And, yeah, and yeah. so the discernment is like, okay, what are the <laughs> scary or yeah, nasty absolutely. or evil spirits out there that could right, come into my right. chakra well, system when I'm is, meditating, right? Yes, yeah. yes. The thing is, I always know that I, our higher self it resides within our hearts, and we all have access to that. But then when I started digging into this spirituality, I come yeah. across, um, I guess, this uh, very well-known spiritual teacher who has huh. moved back into Christianity. And oh, right. Like, oh, I heard about that. Yeah, you're talking yes, about Doreen Virtue. Name. It's Doreen there Virtue. You go. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, a, a, couple, a couple people have done certain things like that, but I'll give you my take on it. And I don't know what thank happened you. to Doreen. I, yes, I don't know. But so maybe yeah. she's having a different experience, a different mm-hmm. um, level of awareness that she was missing perhaps but I personally this is just my personal belief um I don't believe in hell I don't believe in a devil I don't believe it actually exists I do believe that the earth our vibration is actually fairly low so that there are multiple time space realities that if reincarnation is true which I also believe in that when you leave your higher self, because you don't bring your whole higher self with you when you incarnate outside of Mm. the heavens, Mm -hmm. unless you go to higher vibrational places, because the higher Mm -hmm. self is just going to go a little crazy, right? Mm -hmm. In in a place Mm -hmm. where things like famine and war still exist in our vocabulary. So there are many Mm -hmm. other time-space realities where violence is not even a part of the experience. Mm -hmm. So the Mm -hmm. earth is considered a lower vibrational time-space reality. It's contractual, meaning that humans well, every life form that's here has contrast to help them to make choices and have discernment and go, oh, I I would prefer to have this in my life or this makes me happy or I don't want this. You know, so before we come to Earth, we we consciously choose to incarnate into this time-space reality to have these contrast um, present for us so that we can understand ourselves more and grow. It's one of the reasons why we incarnate. So in saying all of that, um, 
I think the outside world is much higher in vibration than the human world. So mm. when you're meditating or connecting to the multisensory world, you're connecting to much higher vibrational, kinder, loving, mm. um, compassionate, uh, less ego. This is a very ego entrenched yeah. time space yeah. reality. So, so you're actually connecting to when you are instead of you already live in the okay and if you can live here and live yeah. here well then you're doing lovely you're already having your vibration in a wonderful place where you can navigate through the challenges of the human reality so i think you're fine and i don't believe in protection it's not something i've i've never even burned sage in my home and i see i've seen thousands of people um, yeah. over the last you know uh, two decades so but but if that's something that excites you if you if you enjoy burning sage rather than doing it out of fear, I don't think anyone should do anything out of fear. I don't think that that is healthy. That's an ego-driven experience. Yeah. That's yeah. not a joy. Like if I love the smell of sage, which I don't, I would probably burn it in my house, but I think it smells terrible. So I don't, I've never bought a piece of it. People sometimes give it to me as a gift and I just actually re-gift it because I don't enjoy it but what mm -hmm. I do do is I love white light so I love to imagine white light running through my body or my home mm -hmm. or the people mm -hmm. I love and and to me that's a very cleansing high vibrational um frequency yeah. but I do it out of joy so does mm -hmm. that answer your question basically Absolutely. that resonates with me 100 percent yay congratulations yeah. I'm so proud of you so I, um, I read your energy when you first called um you have lovely energy moving into almost all of your chakras you do have one chakra where it's it's got this interesting it's your fourth chakra actually where the energy is moving in and then out and i think but which is fine it, you're in a transformation about it because now that you're changing you're also changing friends you're yeah. looking at your family different it, mm -hmm. your throat chakra is a little constricted because you you look at life very differently like I went on that long you know discussion mm. which maybe I didn't have to but maybe it was also <laughs> no, for people who I are listening that, right really yeah and you already have the belief system to support it naturally so you actually are naturally spirituality is a natural fit for you you you've always probably mm. believed in spirituality but you didn't know it right because yeah. you read the information other than maybe some people who like change the frequency of their vibration like mm -hmm. people can right not everybody mm -hmm. continues mm -hmm. to heighten their vibration so um, so the, your heart chakra energy just goes in and out. And so mm -hmm. what I would recommend is mm -hmm. to, and I, and I think this will be easy for you, it's just it's okay for everyone to have whatever belief system they have. It doesn't yeah. matter. You just want to be in alignment with what you feel is in your highest good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And what about uh, as far as intuition is concerned, yeah, I've got... never had any clairvoyance, clairaudience. Is there anything well, I, that I, I wouldn't can do? say never, by the way. Uh, I disagree with you. You've got a very nicely filled out, highly structured front portion of your third eye, which means that you're a good translator and you have a lovely um, flow of energy through the back of the head. So I wouldn't say that. And you're the type of person who actually is very clairvoyant, but hasn't recognized yet that your mind works differently than most people. So I would just simply say a, um, like a, a lovely what if question. What if I recognize all my intuitive abilities with ease? Mm. That's what I would start doing. Okay. okay? All right. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. Calling in. Yes. Great question. Thanks Mari for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manuchari show. We'll take one more before our first break of the hour. We'll take Deborah calling in from uh, Kentucky. Hi, Deborah. Welcome to the show. 
Hi, Deborah. Hello. Okay, what are the university dress codes? Oh, man, this, I told this was going to be the topic for the whole hour. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you don't know, it's perfectly fine. Uh, so how are you? She really wants you to answer Yeah, she does. <laughs> so what can I do for you? We'll move on from that one. <laughs> I am going through a lot of soul work mm-hmm. for some reason right now. Um, and I don't know if I'm having some kind of spiritual awakening or... Um, if I'm trying to leave my body, because I've had a couple of episodes where I feel like my soul has left. Yeah, no, you're not trying to leave your body in a permanent way, but what's happening, you're absolutely right. Your consciousness is expanding and you're not completely ready for it. So you're actually ready or it wouldn't be happening, but you keep trying to pull back your consciousness. Like there's certain things that are being shared with you or are about to be shared with you and you don't feel ready for the information. So that means that, you're, you've done lovely inner spiritual work, and now it's time to let go of some old paradigms, but you're holding on to them because maybe there's family involved or friends or philosophies that you would have to change, and you're uncomfortable with this letting go process. And so what's happening, with, um, when people have outer body experiences, it's literally because their consciousness is shifting and they're not allowing the full shift to occur. So their energy will kind of fly out of their body and you can they can even see the areas around that they're flying. Have you had that kind of experience where you feel like you leave your body and you're watching where you're floating around? Have you had that experience? Not so much where I can actually see myself, but mm-hmm. I can feel that I was rising. Yeah. And I was above my body. Right. So those are outer body experiences. They're not, they're not bad. Uh, they're they're actually good, but what it means is that there's a separation between what you're ready to allow into your consciousness and what you aren't allowing to happen. So there's kind of a, your body's trying, it's like your soul is saying, hey, we're going to take off for a little bit so that we can continue to have this conscious awareness unfold without the interruption of your mental thoughts and mind and limitations that you are putting upon yourself. So out-of-body experiences are positive, but just know that there is actually a conflict going on. And this is the way that your being is resolving the conflict by allowing your energy to disconnect. Isn't that fascinating? It is fascinating. So, and I had I, I had a light pendulum above my sink start twirling. Oh, good. I love it. I mean, like right now or, or when? No, um, the other day. Last great. Week. Great. Yeah, pendulums are lovely. They're an excellent tool for beginning to listen to. Well, I use a crystal pendulum to douse for my medication, uh-huh. whatever I'm going to ingest. And so I feel like I have a connection to source. You do, but let me just say, a pendulum is a beginning tool. So if you've been using it for a long time, it, again, this the spirit is asking you to expand your consciousness and to start to listen to more information versus just yes and no. So I would, this is, it's now time for you to start doing other things, like maybe do some automatic writing, meditate more, um, journal. It's It's time for you to actually spend more time with yourself and get curious about expanding because you have a lot of fear about spirituality. Did you know that? I thought I was over that. (laughs) That's okay. I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't, I feel like I don't let fear in. Uh, Although I'll tell you this. Last spring I had the weirdest experience where I had gone to Europe and there was some entity at the patio door that was trying to get me to jump off the balcony. Hmm. I've never heard of that before. 
So, and then when I came home, it was in my bedroom. Uh-huh. So it looked like the Virgin Mary statue with huh. a scorpion body. Huh. So when people are having what you describe where an entity, if you will, what this is really about is your own emotional conflict. So you're having significant emotional conflict in your own body. This has nothing to do with an entity coming to you. Entities don't do that. They don't care about humans. They have many other things to do. Beings that are from the other side, they don't care about us. And, and it's, again, that's an egotistical thing. Humans think that beings are out there trying to create problems or troubles for us. They don't care really what we do or we don't do. Why would they? So, uh, only people who love us, who've spent time with us or have positive energy actually try to somehow affect humans in some way, shape, or form. But there isn't like this evil force outside of us trying to get us to jump off balconies or anything else. This is all about your own emotional wounding and pain. So I I think this is what you need to work on. This is the fear that we're talking about as well. You have some emotional aspects that you need to work on that have nothing to do with spirituality, not in the way that uh, getting spiritual help or advice or your higher self or anything of that nature. Does this make sense what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. So this is what you need to do. Maybe even get some therapy. Oh, I have had, yeah, long years and years. So, and so if that wasn't very effective, maybe um, some sort of somatic therapy where there's a lot of emotional trauma um, moved out of the body. Yes. I do have a lot of emotional trauma. Okay. So when we have a lot of emotional trauma and we haven't released it yet, then unfortunately when we're working on in the spiritual realm, if, if that's not released, sometimes it appears that the spiritual realm ha- is traumatic to us, but it's really not. It's just a reflection of our own turmoil inside of our body. Okay. Okay. There's a lovely psychic. I think his name is Jake O'Rourke. O'Rourke. I can't remember his name exactly. I actually interviewed him once and he wrote a book about this. He's worked with people who have a lot of emotional trauma and they will actually have what they thought were psychic experiences that were traumatic, but they're not. They're just a reflection of the trapped emotions inside of you. So his book is lovely. Um, I think Benny's looking for it. We'll find it eventually. And uh, I can look at the break. Yeah, we'll look at the break and and talk about it um, at that time. Perfect. Okay, so so don't worry. Nobody's out to get you or to hurt you. And your job is to fall madly in love with you and change your vibration so these traumas can leave your body and you don't have experiences that look like they're mystical in nature. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you for calling in. That was great. Great discussion. Thank you. Thanks, Deborah, for joining us from uh, Kentucky and fill us in on the... uh, the uh, amount of clothing you can wear at yeah, the uh, she, she university didn't for know. when you work out. Yeah. Well, you know, there's some priorities in life too, Marie. I mean, that's just what it work out. Yeah, exactly my point. Let's take a quick break. It startled me too. That's why I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. It really is. On, okay. No, uh, on what to wear at the university. Oh, versus, right, right, right. Right, right. Yeah. I didn't confuse you, did I? Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. I got me walking side to side. No. I'm talking to you. Hello, 
This is Marie Menucheri, and I'm thrilled to announce some of my classes that will be emerging in 2019. On March 23rd and 24th, I will be teaching Divine Energy Medicine in Vancouver, Washington. This is the second time I will be teaching this course. It's all about vibration. In my healing practice, one of the things that I focus on is the energy, obviously, of the individual that I'm working on and their frequency. And my job is to get their vibration to rise at a very high molecular level so that they can attract in what's healthy and good for their body or the future things that they want to create in their life. As I do that process, as I align their subatomic particles, I'm also aligning my vibration as well. In fact, my goal is to get their vibration at least as high as my subatomic particles are. So this class is designed to talk about energy medicine on a very deep level, including the chakras and anatomy and all the beautiful things that occur in the physical form, but also how to maintain and create a vibrational frequency that allows for healing to occur much faster and on many, many levels. I look forward to seeing you in March. I hope you can join me. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. If you talk and they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. So talk, they hear you. You can do it if you try. The Marie Manucheri Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Misty, Seattle. Um, who do we have on our phone lines? Uh, well, actually, would you like to double check on the book real fast? Oh, so, sure, so, yes. Yeah, it's Jack Rourke, and he's from L.A. in a psychic, and I believe you have the book information yet? Yeah, it's okay. called The Rational Psychic. Yeah, there you go. Yes, it's a great book, and he talks about the traumas and thing, what we would consider as psychic impressions or experiences, but they're really not. They're based on right. the um, repressed trauma. Yeah, yeah, it's a fascinating book. So Jack Rourke. All right, we'll uh, go back to these phone lines. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Laura calling in from Spain. Hi, Laura. Hi, are you there? Laura. Oh, there's an uncle. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Laura. How are you? Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What can we do for you? Um, well, I was just wondering, I guess, if I could have maybe a general reading, but I'd also like your insight into um, kind of where, I've, where I'm heading professionally. I'm thinking about going back to school and mm -hmm. kind of wanted yeah. to hear what you had to say about it. 
what do you want to study in school? Unless we're getting well, an echo. <laughs> well, I um, ha- I started out studying international relations and I know, um, but it bores the heck out of you. So, and you can disagree with anything I say. I just want you to know that. But when I when you when when you're talking about school, I'm not feeling this excitement. So, have you picked something that actually is very exciting for you, or are you picking something that's practical? Well, uh, I hope a little of both. I mean, I was looking at kind of merging what I've been doing in the last few years with what I started out with and moving more towards global development, mm-hmm. international education, that sort of thing. So, But can you tell that you're not excited? Can you feel it in your energy system? Do you know what it feels like for you to be really excited and super impassioned? Because when I'm looking at your energy system, when you're making these decisions, you're doing it out of even responsibility. And that's not passionate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, I have a lot of responsibilities and I'd like to make, you know, smart decisions that. Yeah. But. uh, Well, that means something someplace beyond where we are right now so yeah but I, I I'm not disagreeing with you know helping the world and you know making life better or, or providing some wonderful input to make a change in some positive way I'm not against that but if it's not bringing you joy it's not going to be very effective you're not going to have fun it can burn you out you're not going to get the results that you want it's better off to look at future careers whatever those might be from a place where it's passion driven that would be in your highest good. And, and then you're going to give back or create new, um, you know, improved outcomes or uh, developments that actually work. So the first thing to do is to focus on joy and happiness. And that's what I would want you to do just in general, because you're very responsible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, could I, well, could I, I mean, okay, sort of as a side thing, I've had... Um, opportunities to do voiceover and live performance sort of things, which is very, I mean, it's very sporadic. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm in Spain, and so to have, you know, steady work as an English speaker doing that, you know, it's not something something that's definite, you know? But it makes you happy, the voiceover work, right? It does. Yeah. So... On top of, so congratulations, I'm glad you found something that you like. So now you, you have this discovery of something that brings great passion to you. Now you need to work on abundance and receiving energy because money is energy. And humans tend to look at, well, this job gets paid this much and this job gets paid that much. And, and, and that's true. That, that is a reality that we have. But we can shift our frequency and our vibration so that we can create a different reality about a profession that brings us joy that that means you would get different opportunities that would pay more or it would lead to other work that also brings you joy so you need to get rid of your logical mind's perception about how much you get to make or how hard you have to work when you're doing something that's fun okay so that's what i would recommend that you start working on okay right um Okay. Any other insight or? um... Well, well, I love the amount of energy that's coming in through the top of your head. It's really significant. Do you spend any time meditating? Not really. I would because you have quite a bit of information that could come in through 
the top of your head and into your body so that you could understand it. You could literally have auditory experiences that are positive, of course, and um, like ideas or inspiration that could be extremely helpful for you. I would recommend maybe 10 to 15 minutes a day first thing in the morning would be excellent. I used to do um, like every morning journaling, you know, kind of free mm-hmm. association sort of journaling. But meditation but just, is different, right? It's where you do nothing. You just rest in your body and relax, be present. Maybe look at a candle, a flame of a candle or a fireplace um, burning. You know, just you just want to do nothing, which is not the easiest thing for you to do. Right. Yeah, no, it's really not. <laughs> yeah, so I think this would be fun. You can also do guided meditations. You can download something or listen to something on YouTube. Um, but I think it would be excellent for you. You're in a really powerful moment in your life right now. And I think you can feel it, and that's probably why you're trying to take advantage of it. But I'm just going to recommend that you choose to move in a place that really brings you joy. When people are in joyful energy, um, it expands, and it creates many more opportunities than they could possibly possibly imagine especially if they're also changing their belief systems about money if that's if it's related at all okay okay and thank you for okay. calling have a beautiful day in spain thank you you're welcome yeah thanks very uh, much laura for joining us 877-825-8828 is the number for the marie Manu cherry show time to get in now and we'll take liz calling in from stanford uh, connecticut hi liz hi hi liz how are you I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm lovely. What can I do for you? Well, I don't really know. I just <laughs> um, I've listened to you for a while, and mm-hmm. I keep missing my Thursdays because that's lunchtime for us. Uh-huh. And I don't know. So today, all of a sudden, I was like, I looked up twelve on the nose, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I got to call Marie. So is this your first time calling in? It it is not. I've called in once before. Was it helpful? Um, it was very helpful. Yay! And I just feel like something's changing, so I'm wondering Good. if. Good. You can see something that I should know. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, there is a little bit of repetitive from our last caller where Mm -hmm. you also are a highly responsible person. You know what I mean? And, And I do think your life is more pleasant than it was even five years ago, but Mm -hmm. that you don't really let yourself out of the box fully. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So have you thought about doing any of that? Letting yourself out? All the time. Okay. So... (laughs) Do you have any plans of action? Um, I, I don't. Well, that's not true. Okay. Um, I'm I'm working on a few things, but I think I I think fear keeps me back, and mm-hmm. the fact that I don't I don't really know mm-hmm. what it's gonna. I don't know what I don't know. I well, mean, you nobody were, I does. To, that's true. And you're not supposed to. That's the that's the fun of it. You're. It, this is about blind faith. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> what you're dealing with, and by the way, you have lovely energy pouring into your body from every one of your chakras. So your energy looks fabulous. Great time. Great. What you're working on is letting go of control. Yes. Right? Okay. And and control also is a feeling of a lack of trust. Like we don't trust the divine. We don't trust the universe. We don't trust our higher self. We've got to, you know. It's kind of like dogs have to mark everything. It's kind of like that. We don't know how to really sit and rest, right? So, you know, a what if question. What if I easily let go? What if I surrender and get out of the way? That would be a wonderful what if question for you. Okay. How do you feel about it? Um, 
it it sounds to me like I've heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I and I think I think you're exactly right. Um, you know, I was listening to your last caller and um, you know talking about bringing joy and I and trying to identify what it is that you want to do. And I feel like I'm in the crossroads right now, and it's there. I know yeah. it's there. I just can't. Well, see it or understand it. The lovely thing with this what if question, you know, because for those people who've been listening to the show for a while, um, they know that I'm a fan of these lovely what if questions that literally change the calibration of the energy in our human form and at the same time help us to align to the solution. And because it's a curious question, the ego is not threatened by it. Whereas when people are, you know, repeating affirmations, unless they have a belief system to support it, the ego is. Um, has a lot of resistance for it and will just kick it out of the mind or towards it. So I think there's a lot of grief too. I can feel a lot of tears in your body when you start to let go. Don't be surprised if you need to take a sick day from work and lay on the couch and cry unless it happens to be a weekend or when you're not working. But people who also need to control, they have a lot of grief, you know, because Mm -hmm. they're holding everything in. So once that dam breaks in some way, you're going to know what that joyful thing is. You're right. It's right next to you, but you have to let go. You have to surrender. And you don't have to know what you're letting go of. You don't have to know what you're surrendering to. It's probably most of it will be fairly unconscious. Okay. Okay? Excellent. Have Thank fun. you so much. Yeah, keep us posted. Yep, absolutely. Do that. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Mangiatari Show. And we'll uh, head off to, uh, looks like, Sue in Idaho. Hi, Sue. Welcome to the show. Sue, Hello. All right, let's do this. We'll put Sue back on hold. Okay. She might be listening to us down the road. All oh, right. she decided to leave us. All right, okay. we'll call back. Elizabeth from Rhode Island. Hi, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm lovely. What can I do for you? Well, I am in a very um, transitory part of my life right now. I've. Um, Is it also a relationship, too? It is, totally. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what, you know, I have a reader board in front of me that will tell me basically why someone might be calling in. But I don't always follow it because sometimes people change the question or I'm going to have a totally different perception. So yours says something about work, which I'm sure is true, but I'm in relationship, relationship, relationship. So are you ending? It's ending. And I am in a, um, it's a 30 year marriage Mm -hmm. that is, ending mm-hmm. I'm glad it's ending yeah. but I'm really nervous because mm-hmm. uh, my husband was always the one who made all the money and right. now um, I just received the contract for my lawyer and yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm like freaking out like how the <laughs> hell am I going to pay everything <laughs> well, is it fair is that contract fair I don't believe it's fair but okay. apparently Rhode Island doesn't care and I don't really have much recourse <laughs> So is it 50-50 in Rhode Island? It's, it's 50-50, but... Because um, that's know, fair. I, um, 50-50 is fair, right? It's 50-50, but I'm not making any money. So I'm well, getting two years of alimony, right. and then that's that. Okay. So first of all, uh, that let's look at this from a positive perspective, because positive energy attracts more positive outcomes. So you're very lucky that you're going to get two years of alimony. That's lovely. That's amazing. And it's time for you to go do something. You're bored out of your mind, at least from my perception. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I (laughs) I have been working towards what I always wanted to do, which Uh was um, I'm an artist. That's what I studied. Uh And I 
it's not the most practical thing in the world, and that was no. part of our our disagreement, you know, that he wanted me to, like, work in a cubicle, uh-huh. and I didn't. <laughs> right, right. So, well, first of all, we do need then to change your energy about the worth of an artist, right? Because we have social consciousness here on Earth, you know, just like we have re- religious beliefs and political beliefs, university dress codes. We have all these interesting <laughs> things, right? And yes. And so... I think that you also have some of your belief system about wealth and your ability to create it that is not optimistic. And there are artists who make hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. I mean, right. Probably over a million dollars. I have a girlfriend who yep. owns an art gallery, so I know how much some of those artists are making, right? So yeah. you need to get your energy and the vibration of that. If art is truly something that drives you and creates passion for you, I think that's excellent. That's wonderful. But you have to change your belief system about it. You have to believe that you're valuable and worthy. So here's your new what-if question, which is also going to help you in the final days of your divorce to to make it work better. Like maybe your ex-husband, who knows, will throw in a couple, two more percent or who knows, I don't know, or help you in some other way. Or you will just feel that it's wonderful. That's how I want you to feel. Like before th- these papers are signed and before you start getting checks, you need to change the way you feel about it because we need this money to last. We need it to be very effective. And if you're having a negative relationship with it, it's not going to be as helpful. Don't you agree? Yeah. Because yeah. everything in the universe is made out of subatomic particles, including money. So so I want you to work on what if this money is works out better than I could have possibly imagined? Ooh. Okay. What if I begin to believe that I'm a valuable, successful artist? And let's put financially successful. What if I begin to believe that I am a valuable, financially successful artist? I want you to start using these what if questions. And I want you when you so looking at the contract as soon as you feel ready to change your vibration about it. I want you to get really excited. Don't even look at all the language. Don't even look at the numbers. Just get really excited about it. Let's put positive energy into this experience so the experience continues to be more positive. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. You you, have, can you, like, get anything from my, um, like, which chakras I should focus on trying to open? Well, again, your crown looks gorgeous. You're like the third person in, the, in, in a row. I wonder if this has anything to do with the eclipses we just had, but your crown is stunning. The rest of your chakras aren't really taking in a lot of energy. It is almost like you're in shock. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, but they're I not think. leaking, and there's no clouds. <laughs> it's very clear. There's pretty kind of pastel-y colors when they need to be more primary, but it's very pretty. But you okay. need to get happy. Please get happy. When people begin to have happy energy, happier things happen. Conclusions change. Outcomes. It's amazing. So, um, okay? Okay. 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 And congratulations to you and your almost ex-husband. To both of you, I wish you both great happiness and great fulfillment and new adventures. All right. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Elizabeth, for joining us. So tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm actually teaching at East West Bookshop, and it's a evening class, 7 to 8.30, and then Saturday <coughs> is 11 to 4, and it's all about money, looking at it as a sacred relationship, um, almost like the heavens, because I think that money is a very sacred thing, and I think creation wants us to see money as sacred and something beautiful, not scary, not that it's lacking in any way. Yeah, that's what I think. So um, you can join us. Effect, but. 
<laughs> like cha-ching. Well, you know that song, Money, Money, Money? That's oh, yeah. how I talked about the, that. that's the title of the class for um, Friday. Oh, and so then nice. Saturday is the art of, of creating wealth. And it, it's really fun. It's meant to be fun. Money is beautiful. Money is gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So who do we have next? Well, let's uh, run off to our last break because oh, we're a little okay. bit past due. That's all good. Uh, okay. 877-825-8828 for the uh, Marie Manutroy Show. Uh, we've uh, got an open line. It might be filling up quick. you got to get in. 877-825-8828. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Marie Manucherry. Join me January 25th and 26th in 2019 at East West Bookshop. Friday night during the 90-minute workshop, I'll be talking about the energy of yeah, money, so that we can all learn that everything is made out of subatomic particles, including your relationship with money. And once you begin to solidify, enjoy, and participate in the vibrational frequency of currency, you will then create a bond that is fulfilling and delicious for you. And then on Saturday, join me as we spend an entire day on creating wealth, the art of creating wealth, where you learn to fall in love but the whole aspect of this relational experience with wealth and your wonderful life. I can't wait for you to join me and learn about love and money and wealth. For more information, you can go to energyintuitive.com or eastwestbookshop.com. Did you know as many as 15 million Americans have been diagnosed with COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease? Sadly, COPD is the third most common cause of death in the United States. Hi, I'm Representative Cindy Rear from Washington. As many as 12 million adults may have COPD and not know it. COPD could include wheezing, cough, chest tightness, and shortness of breath, and it can vary from day to day. COPD is a disease that can worsen over time, and patients may experience flare-ups. Flare-ups can increase shortness of breath and uncontrollable coughing and may lead to hospitalization or even death. While COPD is not curable, there are treatments available to help you breathe better and prevent flare-ups. If you or a loved one has COPD, please talk with your doctor to create an action plan that fits your lifestyle. For more information, please visit womeningovernment.org. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question, and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. that song it's just when you really walk good. into the room we should turn it on for east west tomorrow why not Lisa, are you gonna be, be there Lisa, she will be, be there yeah well, you might have that queued up for her there you go 
Yeah, for those of you who are listening, Lisa's my assistant. <laughs> she so answers cool. the phone. She's in a soundproof booth just outside of the studio that Benny and I sit in. And so, uh, yeah, so Benny was talking to her about, oh, maybe you should be playing that music right? tomorrow at East West Bookshop. So the Friday night is close to sold out. Um, so you might, if you might want to call East West Bookshop or you can go to their website, eastwestbookshop.com. I think it's .com. Um, but you go to my website, energyintuitive.com, and there's links to everything. Um, for East West. Uh, so we'll be there tomorrow night. And then 11 to 4, there are still um, seats available for the workshop. And rem- yeah, it's not going to be fun. And just remember, money is a spiritual experience. Think of money as spirit. And then I'll think, I think you'll let more in. And when you let more in, then you can help more people. You can go on more vacations. Um, you get to do all kinds of fun things. You can work less. Again, help more people. Work more out animals. in the appropriate clothes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm, that was very annoying. But next time I go to Oklahoma, I'll know what to wear. So I won't have to wear like a cape around me tucking in my little, yeah, whatever. Right. Okay, who do we have next? Uh, let's take uh, now Stephanie calling in from Michigan. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can we do for you, Stephanie? I, so I had a question. Um, I was going to ask you about some health stuff, but I figured... You would tell me. You changed it again, right? (laughs) No, but so that's my question was, um, like, I'm doing Reiki, um, not professionally, but on uh, the side from my regular job um, a little bit to develop that. Uh Um, But I do have, like, a few minor health issues, and I just wondered, like, is it okay for me to be doing healing work with others when I have, like, my own self-healing that I'm working on? Should I focus more on? Well, I think everybody has a form of self-healing that's going on all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So we can't wait till everything's perfect. But as long as your your health challenges aren't serious, mm-hmm. you know, if someone's dealing with something pretty intense, then I don't think it's a good idea to be doing healing work because they need their energy for their own healing. But yours look minor to me, more like annoyances. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like high blood pressure and um, I have some like female issues I need to mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and you've had the high. Have you had the high blood pressure for a while? I have, and um, I did talk to you a year ago, and you suggested the um, allow, allowing myself to receive, which uh-huh. I have it on my phone, and I say it multiple times a day. Um, I think maybe I'm not doing something <laughs> right. It, <laughs> has your blood pressure improved at all in the last year? No, actually, my doctor wants to put me on a second medication, but mm-hmm. I, um, I I was going to try some more natural. Yeah, have you tried remedies? some naturopathic remedies then? Um, I have, but I have trouble consistently taking them, with right? Them. Which is part of the receptive thing, you know, because when we start to receive, we believe that we're worthy and valuable, and of course, I want you to not have high blood pressure. So, of course, I want you to take modern medicine if that's what's going to work and be most effective. Hmm. So the the blood pressure is going to be in in your for, for you. It's third chakra. Even though you would think it'd be heart chakra because the heart governs the blood, but the mm-hmm. third chakra governs um it actually governs more the lymph lymph nodes and the lymphatic fluid because it looks like even when I look at your kidneys they look a little stressed to me, which I wonder if that's part of your blood pressure issue. It can be sometimes renal function. That's what my naturopath thought yeah. it was. So. Kidneys are about fear. Do you do anything to feed your adrenal glands? Um, 
Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So what, <laughs> since, since the cardiac medication hasn't really worked, and of course I still want you to do what your medical doctor says, if that's the only thing that's working, right? I think that's smart. You're young. We don't want you to have problems, you know, accessory problems that come from elevated blood pressure. But because your naturopath and I are on the same page regarding this, I would love for you to start taking supplements for your adrenals. And since you have a naturopath, I would ask her what she recommends. That's what I, because that could be how we're going to resolve it. And then I want you to start falling in love with yourself because that's the ultimate aspect of, of receiving is, you know, perhaps this what if question, what if I fall madly in love with me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's work on the adrenals, see if that lowers your blood pressure and then you can reduce the medication or hopefully eventually not have to take modern medicines for them. But again, if it works, that's lovely, right? That's important. Whatever works. Um, yeah, let's feed those adrenal glands. Okay. I will okay. focus on that. Okay. I will keep doing Reiki on myself, and hopefully that will help too. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds great. You, you you heightened your vibration towards the end of our conversation. And keep us posted. I want to find out if this works for you. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks, Stephanie, for calling in from Michigan. Go blue, by the way. Uh, let's... <laughs> Is that like Michigan's? Michigan University. Yeah. University of Michigan. Yeah, okay. there is a Go blue. Well, isn't I... Are we talking about football now or basketball? I think it's the school so, in general. They probably oh. have a uh, protocol on wearing particular clothing at their uh, university as well. But we won't get into that. No, they don't. I'm yeah, telling you, you know Michigan they, yeah. doesn't. I'm sure of it. I'm sure. Because I've had kids in universities for a while, you know, even Texas. And this is the first time I heard this. Okay. So who do we have next? Uh, we'll take, uh, is it Marina Maria from Olympia? Fix, help me out here. <laughs> Marina? Hi. Hi. Hi, it is. Hi. Okay. Thank you. Hi, Marina. How are you? Hi. I'm good. Hi. Uh, we're lovely. Thank you. How is Olympia? Good. Thank you. Olympia's good. So good. gloomy today. Yeah, it's misty. It's twilight. <laughs> we're a little fogged in up here. Yeah. Today. It'll, it'll yeah. burn off. It's nice. What can it's I do for you? Um, I am just calling for a general energy reading as well as kind of um, just a little bit of, if you could, like, give me a little bit of direction for right now, I was laid off in November and I'm kind of just reevaluating a lot. So I'm just kind of just going in a different direction. I like that you're going in a different direction. You do need to get happier in general, yeah. <laughs> right? Yes, absolutely. And now that you're laid off, you actually have the time to do that. So that's important. So what mm-hmm. do you do to be happy? Do you have a game plan? Do you do certain oh, things? Yeah. What? Because <laughs> this is the important part of it. There, this is where the yeah. practical aspect because we live in a physical world, actually applies, right? Because right? happiness is actually more non-physical. It's a very personal, independent experience, yeah. right? So what's your Absolutely. game plan? What do you do to get happy? Um, I mean, I guess I would say, like, creating, mm-hmm. just, like, self-expression in mm-hmm. that regard. I have, like, a lot of interests in mm-hmm. a lot of different places. And mm-hmm. So it's hard for you to nail it down is what you're also saying. What was that? It's maybe hard to nail it down where you want to put your yeah. energy. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm like mainly thinking about going into fashion right now. Um, and I'm studying online for like this course, and I have like a small um, shop that I run online. Oh. I'm just kind of confused. Like, like yeah. is this what I should really be doing? Like, it seems, I don't know. I'm very interested in like herbalism and spirituality and right. um, like naturopathy and all those like and acting like I just have so many different right like 
things that I'm really just confused at what I should be doing. So, <laughs> like, where should I put my energy towards? Right. So, first of all, you still haven't shared with me what you're doing to bring you joy. So that's a oh, that's a that's okay. I like what you told me. Okay. But so, for instance, I happen to love the smell of coffee. So I don't drink coffee. Although today I did have some caffeine, so that did okay. happen today. Um, but I usually go to a coffee shop almost every day just so I can go smell coffee. In fact. Someone in a class that I taught recently, and I'm so sorry I don't remember people's names often, um, gave me a candle that smells like coffee. It's in my kitchen. I burn it often. It makes me very happy. So it's those little things that are simple that you can do throughout the day that are actually Mm going to help your vibration. Although I love the idea of you doing this fashion online. I love the idea of it, but I couldn't feel your joy. I was like, okay, I love the idea. sounds exciting, (laughs) interesting, but I didn't feel any... I did feel when you talked about acting, I was actually going to, going to suggest acting, believe it or not. Hmm. Um, and then the, and I love the idea of spirituality. You might even want to start a blog or start writing. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So what I believe what happens when there's things that are meant to be in my life, when I have a lot of interest, when I put energy mm-hmm. towards them, they work out better. They move right. along. They don't just right. kind of stifle or poop out. They, okay. opportunities yeah. <laughs> come adventure you know so that's one way you can kind of decipher about oh well wow i'm gonna put my energy over here because even though i like all of this this one is actually moving forward so that's what i would recommend yeah so i think you should take some acting classes okay yeah i probably did i I did it a long time ago and kind of it's been on a long hiatus but i've always think about it so and and let's (laughs) get happy before you do it so that you can have a better outcome okay yeah you're right. Okay. <laughs> thank you. I hope that thank was you. helpful. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, thank you so much. I You're appreciate welcome. it. All right. All right. Thanks, so, Marina. And do we have time for one more quickly? Okay. Okay, let's we'll do, do it fast. It. Lucky, lucky. Amy from Georgia. Something about some water mains breaking on the night oh, of the eclipse. I'm What's so going on? I'm so sorry, Amy. <laughs> that sucks. Hi. Um, I mean, it was terrible, but um, it got fixed so quickly, even though it was oh. super expensive. Um, so it was terrible, but... Um, Good job. Clean on up on aisle four. <laughs> now, that's well, a great and, job. I'm so glad that you got a great crew in there very quickly, and they fixed the whole thing, and that means you had very little water damage, right? Because it happened quickly, well, hopefully. And it, and it was all outside. But, oh, so perfect. The is, so um, that happened at our house in Georgia, and then we have... Um, a condo in another state that mm-hmm. we're selling or under contract and we had some water issue happen um <laughs> on the same time so, so are, and so are you when you say we are you talking about you and your spouse my husband yeah yes. okay so i want both of you to work on your your money stuff so so, so we, <laughs> when we look at feng shui when water's running like when people have a leak in their house or like what you described that means that actually they need to work on their belief system about about money and worth regarding that. So I want both of you to work on that. Okay. Okay? And we have to go. That's why Benny's playing the music. So I'm so sorry. That was so quick. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Joyful, joyful blessings. And I look forward to seeing a whole bunch of new faces tomorrow night at East West Bookshop and, of course, Saturday for the art of creating wealth. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye for now.